The O'Brien and Doug Podcast is brought to you in part by MosierMultimedia.com, KMH Music in Presque Isle, Maine, The Ridge Runner in Westfield, Maine, and Doug's cousin Larry. <laughs> Did you ever have something that you really loved? That you accidentally killed or hurt in some way with a machete? No. No, me neither. <laughs> Wouldn't that be terrible, though? How would you live with yourself? I know, right? Exactly. This. 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 Yo, yo, this. Is the O'Brien and Doug podcast. Why don't you get down in the basement with your little Welcome to the O'Brien and Doug podcast. I'm O'Brien. We're back, baby. I'm Doug. <laughs> well, we're not. Ah. We're not completely back yet, but it's uh, season five. We're, we're more back than we are have been for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> right. <laughs> season five, episode three. We're only on episode three, which is okay. Um, there was a, a, a bit of a bump in the road. Let's get that out of the way uh, real quick. Um, I got COVID. Yeah. That's. I mean. We, we we took a couple of weeks off because I got uh, I don't know I, I don't know how I got it but you know who who knows how they get it these days um, I work at a uh, I work, work at an elementary school so there's a there's a good chance that there's a bunch of stuff running around at uh, at that school so I but I can't say that I, that that's where I got it but we don't really go anywhere um, except I remember when I was te- when I was teaching at the high school. That place was like a freaking germ factory. Oh yeah, yeah. Every winter, man. Yep. I mean, I couldn't go a winter, you know, in the time that I taught without getting sick at least once. Right. Yeah. That's just you get that many people, especially kids, in together in one place, man. People are gonna get sick. I yep. don't care what you do. Oh sure. Oh sure. And I mean, even even oh. even with all the 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 precautions that you take, I mean, we we wear masks, you know, all day long and and things like that. So, yeah. but and I and again, I can't say that that's where I got it, but that's where I'm assuming I got it. Um, and I was actually, you know, I was okay in the beginning part of it. I mean, if anybody in my family was going to get it, 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 I was the the worst one to get it because I'm a big guy, and you know, and it. it I didn't want to end up in in the hospital, you know, things like that. But that, there's a good possibility that I that I could have uh, gone that route, um, right? But so I was excited because I was, you know, I'm in the fun dungeon right now, and this is where I was going to quarantine, and I was going to uh, spend some time writing songs. I was going to catch up on some some uh, TV shows, like I watched the first three seasons of Yellowstone. Um, which is really good, but then watched all three. Isn't that all they have? Yeah. (laughs) Well, they're on season four. (laughs) They're on season four now. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it, but I, it's, it's, it's weird. I really enjoyed it, but I, I I don't care if I ever see another episode because the, there is such a lack of morality in that, in that show. Uh, it's really real well done and I'm glad I watched it, but I don't know that I'll keep watching it. Anyway, so uh, you know, I was. Uh, well, it's ahead. just it's just Kevin Costner being Kevin Costner in Yellowstone. I mean, we've talked about Kevin Costner before. Whatever whatever movie or show he does, he's Kevin Costner. It's just Kevin Costner. Right. <laughs> yeah, and and again, it's good. It's, you know, he just he's not a character actor. He's just a guy. Yeah, it's like he's a good actor, but he's just he's always the same guy. Doesn't matter what he is. It's like if George he's Clooney. The GM of the Cleveland, Bar- yeah, yeah, George Clooney, same way, man. Yep. I uh, let me. There's no Johnny Depp, you know. Let me, so. I'm going to turn that heater off because I think it's putting off some some noise here. But yeah, I I, I describe it as the Godfather of the West. Um, I mean, it was, ah. it was, uh, it was really well done and is really well done and it's basically a soap opera now. Uh, but, but there's no. Yeah, boy, I, did, I turned the heater off and he, <laughs> the audio just dropped, which is good. Should have done that before. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I was excited. You know, I was going to try and write some songs and things. And, and in the first few days, um, I just was catching up on Yellowstone and everything. And then it took a turn for the worse and it got turned into a bad flu. Um, mm. And the day before, well, it was a bad flu. And achy headache that i can't get rid of um uh, a little bit of nausea 
you know, nothing really major, but the but the symptoms were there, and and they were, you know, it was it was a bad flu, and I don't mean to diminish it by any stretch, but I mean it was, you know, I've had the flu before, and the flu can get pretty bad, yeah. and, and this was yeah. worse than that. Um, but again, um, I think pretty manageable. But um, we got all kind of freaked out when I wasn't getting better. So we arranged to, to uh, go up to the hospital and have um, the infusion of uh, anti uh, uh, micro, what is it called again? Micro something antibodies. Anyway, so I was put on an IV for about three hours. And uh, supposedly that speeds up the process and keeps you out of the hospital, which, which was good that I, could, I was able to do that. Yeah. And then right. the rest of the week, um, it's just I'm tired. I get tired really easy, and I think that'll, you know, improve over time. I'm going back to work tomorrow, so I'm excited about that. Um, but the day before Thanksgiving, so so I tested positive with the home test. I went and got a home test on uh, Monday, and so they come with two tests. And so Monday night, I tested positive. And I said, well, I'll take the, the second test. Excuse me. <clears throat> I'll take the second test uh, tomorrow morning just to be sure. And I did, and it would, they were both positive. But they were home tests, and you can't really, you know, the, the dependability of those tests are, you know. So I went. Where did you I, get that? Walgreens? Yeah. Well, actually, I think oh. uh, my wife got it, and I think she got it at Walgreens, yeah. Um, or Walmart, one or the other. And uh, so... My wife, um, I, I got, I signed up for a regular test at, at the hospital, and that came back positive. My wife and the three kids that we have at home tested; they were all negative. Uh, so that was great. And then the week goes by, and then Thanksgiving comes around. The day before Thanksgiving, and um, my wife is not feeling great. Um, one of the kids is kind of showing a few symptoms. Um, so they get tested the day before Thanksgiving, and they're all positive. <laughs> right? So just, yeah. So um, obviously they had to quarantine, this, you know, keep quarantining and, and all that stuff. And so now they can go. I can go back to work tomorrow. We're recording this on Monday the 29th. I, I can go back to work tomorrow. They have to stay home, uh, and they can go back to school on mo- next Monday the 6th. So. Right. If if right. if they don't sh- start sh- showing um, symptoms, so I've got so my wife is uh, is positive right now, and she's really just tired all the time, and yeah. she had some nausea. Um, my oldest that I have home, my eighth grader, he has he has had some um, cold like like um, stuffiness and body aches and things like that, and and he's getting better every day. Nothing really major. The other two, uh, my two youngest, uh, virtually didn't even touch them. Uh, so they're both, they're well, one of them is positive right now, but you, know, you would never know it. Um, right. So we're in a good place right now. Um, so I'm happy to say uh, that we've, uh, we got through it and now we're, uh, we have a, a bit of natural immunity, at least for a little while. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, if you are one to get vaccinated, then get vaccinated. If you are not one to get vaccinated, just know that it's a bad flu. Um, and, and I don't want to belittle that at all because, well, f- for example, a friend of the family uh, just found out passed away yesterday. Um, but he, people, I got, you know, the rumor mill goes around, oh, he died of COVID. Well, did he, though? Because... Like maybe six, seven years ago, he had quadruple bypass surgery. And Mm -hmm. so come to find out, he had COVID and he wasn't getting any better. So he went into the hospital. And when he got to the hospital, he went into cardiac arrest. And they revived him, put him on a a vent. And come to find out, he had um, stage four leukemia that nobody knew about. 
So yeah. he died. I, uh, I heard about that last night, too. Yeah. yeah. So he died with COVID, but not from COVID. COVID, of course, you know, exacerbated right. his other, you know, even if his immune system was was uh, really, really in good shape, he probably still would not have survived. So, but, you know, again, right. that's why I say I don't want to belittle, you know, um, COVID because it's, it's more than just a bad flu, but um, it, it is survivable uh, if you do the right thing and take the right precautions and all that stuff so but i'm glad to be back um we're not this place is uh, i will tell you this i love the fun dungeon i can't wait to get out of here at this point i was about to say you've been in there for two weeks now right well i've been out not so fun dungeon right (laughs) and it's trashed dude i mean i've got i've got (laughs) i've got gatorade bottles and water bottles and and uh saltine crackers and just and and books i was hoping to read i started reading the uh, dave grohl book i only got a few chapters in because it's just it's just you know you you have plans that you know like i I got a bunch of books i want to read i want to watch a bunch of stuff but it just gets so tired you know and and, yeah and uh, so i didn't i didn't get to do any any of those things that i really wanted to do and so i thought it would be better because technically even though I'm not contagious um, at this point, uh, to do the podcast, the first podcast back via Zoom, just to keep you safe, and uh, and so I don't have to clean <laughs> at least for, <laughs> at least for a little while. Um, but hopefully, um, because the kids are hopefully going back to school next Monday, um, and I, I'll have a chance to clean this place up. Hopefully, we can get back. Uh, in person here in the Fun Dungeon next week um, for season five, episode four. So, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, I was about to say because uh, you know I didn't want to come out. I wanted to keep uh, everybody interested, so I came up with that. I know nobody was believing the Nickelback <laughs> tribute band story. Oh yeah, that's so. I was gonna so, I was gonna mention that. So I appreciate you going on there. And uh, yeah, I want I wanted to keep it. You know, just you know, just like hey, we're still here. You know, but. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to be like, B's got COVID. Yeah, no, no, and I, I'm, I appreciate that. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to go on there and, and have a pity party for me, you know, where I, I you know, um, like people sending prayers and stuff like that. Although I did, on my personal page, I did reach out to, to people asking for some <laughs> some extra prayers because it yeah. was rough there for a while. But uh, yeah. for as far as, you know, the podcast and things, I, I just, I wanted people to know that uh, circumstances somewhat beyond our control that there will be no podcast this week or the following week, actually. Right. So, so yeah, uh, thank you for going on there and uh, and uh, at least telling everybody that we're still around. <laughs> we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but what you were talking about, because first let's mention that today is, because uh, again, we're recording this on Monday the 29th, and it was, uh, was it 20 years ago that uh, George Harrison passed? I think it, it was, it was, was it 2001 or 2002? 2001. Yeah. Okay. It, it yeah. Was, yeah, it was so 20, it was 20 years ago. 20 years ago, we lost the great uh, George Harrison um, of the Beatles, leaving only two, Sir Paul and, and Ringo. Right. Um, and you were talking- Is he Sir Ringo yet? I don't know. Because I don't sure. think he is. Sir Ringo. I don't think any, if he is, nobody calls him that. Well, the thing is, is that oh, well, I'll get to it later. But all right, it wouldn't be Sir Ringo; it would be Sir Richard Stark. That's true. That's I mean? true. Yeah, you know it would. Yeah. So, um, but what you were talking—I got to Google it now. What What you were talking about was this new uh, documentary from Peter Jackson uh, from the Lord of the Rings fame and uh, a bunch of other things uh, as well. Fame director. Um, the Get Back documentary from the Beatles, which was a, a documentation of the recording of their. Oh, he is Sir Ringo. He is. He was he was knighted in 2018. Well, that's good to know, but nobody calls yeah. him Sir Ringo. They just say Ringo. No, they call Sir. Well, Paul. It's just they call him Sir Paul, you know, and everything right. like that. But it's it's just Ringo. Right, right, exactly. Hey, it's Ringo. You know, he could be like king of the universe. Everybody be like, hey, it's Ringo. Right. You know? <laughs> so. 
So let's talk about a little bit about this documentary, and, and I know you you went into a, a little bit of detail on both part one and part two, uh, the videos that uh, you were doing. Did you watch yeah. the the? Is it how many parts is it? I have not. There's three, okay. and I haven't watched part three yet. I was saving that for. I was going to watch it yesterday, but then I got distracted by something else, and it just didn't happen. Yeah, because it. It's they're both they're long. Yeah, like the first one was like two and a half hours. The second one was three out, almost three hours, and the third one is like two and a half hours. So I mean, they're long to watch. Right. It's like it's like watching a musical version of Lord of the Rings. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Except there's no there's no orcs or hobbits or anything. And I was just well, Ringo's kind of short, so maybe he could be a hobbit. <laughs> well, here's here's a question but, I had. Um, so, isn't there already a movie? Isn't let it yeah, be. Yeah, there was the, a movie, but this is all. There, it was. Uh, I don't remember what it was called, but they. I don't know if it was ever released. Uh, yeah, it was probably released, but this is all like stuff that he had. Because in the beginning of each one, they like, you know, Peter Jackson was allowed access to. There were sixty hours of footage and a hundred and fifty songs. You know, in this, you know, Peter Jackson had access to all of it, and so he just. But there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that I don't think was in the actual, the original movie. Okay. Um, there, the most disturbing was, if they were just goofing off, they would let Yoko sing. Because Yoko is there all the time. Right. <laughs> and, I mean, I mean, the, 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 the lore, the Beatles lore, is that oh. she's the reason they broke up. Um, no, I don't think she was the reason they broke up. Well, I don't think she is either, but that's what everybody help. said. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But she didn't help the situation by right. being there all the freaking time. But she doesn't really talk. You know, you don't hear much from her. Yeah. Throughout the whole, the two parts that I've seen, you don't really hear much about her. But they do these weird jam sessions where they're just goofing off. And Yoko is just. She has a she she takes like John's mic and she'll start just start screaming. And you're like, and like Paul will be playing drums and John will be on the organ or something. And Ringo's just gone. I don't know where he went. Right. You know? But Paul's on the drums. John's doing it, and Yoko is just screaming, and they're just filming this, and you're just like, no. <laughs> no. I would I would rather have really hot ice picks stuck in both ears while being dipped in a vat of acid then listen to this you know what i'm saying and she has sold records just, i don't get it I who don't buys either. those things I don't, I don't. those people need to be taken out in the middle of, uh, of like main street or the mall and just shot <laughs> by beetle impersonators just you know you know, I've just like this Ringo guy, guy step as Ringo just with like two forty fives, just bah, 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 bah. either that or, you know, or at least their their brains donated to science. At, you know when they do finally pass. Yeah, we got to study this stuff because we got to figure out what's wrong with these people that are buying Yoko Ono records. I mean, there's something there's something seriously wrong there. I mean, it's like alien DNA or I don't know, aliens. <laughs> but it was. But it was really cool to watch because when I was watching the first one, <clears throat> there is this huge soundstage. I mean, it's huge. Yep. And it's just them. They're just kind of sitting there and they're coming up with song ideas. I mean, you can tell John is in the midst of, like I said, he's in the midst of his heroin habit. He was really into heroin yep. and he's really into Yoko. She is there constantly. I mean, she is like right. He's sitting here. She is right there. Right. Constant. Yep. You know, he only has he he comes up with maybe one or two songs that he has been written. It's mostly Paul and George. Right. That are coming up with song ideas. But every time George comes up with a song idea, it looks like Paul is like shooting him down. Which I, I bet you that happened all the time, though. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it probably ha it happened a lot. It happened so much that in the end, I don't want to give it away, but at the end of the first one, George quits the band. Yeah, I, I heard He's that. He's done. Yeah. And actually, you know, I think, the, isn't there a Let It Be movie? Yeah. Yeah, because this I think. This is where this footage came from. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, in that movie, 
he he leaves. So I mean, I, that's a familiar. Yeah. You're not giving anything away, I don't think. But no, uh, no, I think everybody knows that he quit the band. But you can probably see to, there's better footage as to what what led led him to uh, walk out. Oh yeah, out. you yeah. can see it because there's like there's like this whole they're going through songs. And like Paul and uh, Paul and John are like standing, like they're like this close to each other, and they're just singing and bouncing off the ideas off each other. And George is just kind of sitting on his amp, just kind of right, watching them. You know what I mean? I think he, I think he brought out the idea for "I Me Mine." Yep, he played that for him, and "Old Brown Shoe." He, you know, and yep. then Paul just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about this? You know what I mean? It was kind of like, it was kind of like that. He's just like, yeah, but what about this? Right. You know, and then Paul and, and George, you know, he's a sweet guy. Yeah. He's not gonna, but he just got sick of it. He was just so tired. Can't, can't blame him. No, I can't blame him either. Cause he was just overpowered because, and I think, and at the end of the first one, like Neil Aspinall and George Martin and the, a bunch of them are just sitting around. They're like. And George Martin was like, "Well, I I get it because it's always it's Lennon McCartney, Lennon McCartney, right. Lennon McCartney, always, right? You know, so. But I think after that, they start you know including George more, and you could tell that he feels more included. Yeah. Uh, in the second part, you can tell because he's more he's more vocal, he's more active. They're doing his songs, you know, the ones he brings forward. So you know, and then they bring Billy Preston. In. Right. The fifth Beatle. Which is really, yeah, the fifth Beatle. And it's really cool because Billy Preston is a really cool guy. He's just right. so laid back. He's very happy. And he, you can tell the atmosphere changes because they leave the big TV studio and they go into Apple Studios to do the actual recordings. Yep. And the creativity just goes, whoop. They yep. just start coming up with better ideas, you know. Right. But you're gonna, but you're gonna hear all the songs that were on the Let It Be album. You're gonna hear the songs that came out on Abbey Road out of this session mm-hmm. when, they, you know, for the movie. And the, there was like a ton of other songs that they just, they would just. It was really funny because they would just jam and come up with lyrics on the fly, and Mal Evans is just sitting there trying to. Write it which I thought was really cool. He's he's trying to write. Uh, uh, what was that? When if you ever listen to the song Maxwell's Silver Hammer, yeah, and you hear the little hammer sound. Yeah, that's Mel Evans. Oh, he's doing that. He's they brought an anvil into the recording studio, and he's sitting there. He's got his little notebook where he's watching where he's supposed to come in. He's like King King, and every time he does it, he looks up and he smiles. <laughs> It's like I'm part of this, king, king, you know, because <laughs> he was just this—he was, you know, supposedly a really sweet guy too. You yeah, know? yeah. So, well, that's but good. It's, it's so, but you—you're just watching this. You're just, like I said, they're long, but you're just so drawn into it because you're watching history being made, right, right before your eyes. Yep. And you're—I mean—you're seeing stuff that wasn't in, you know, that you didn't get to see in the original let it be movie but you're seeing a lot of background stuff yeah i saw um, ringo is so quiet through the whole thing really he's just back there on his drums once in a while he'll talk did you know he could play piano i did not he could play piano dude well, I mean, I would think that he, I mean, he's a Beatle. I would think that he's multi-talented. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't realize he could actually play piano. He, there's a, there's a scene where Paul's like sitting at a piano just noodling. Yeah. And Ringo gets on like, you know, on the higher end of the register and he's playing along and they're just playing this song. And I'm like, what the, what? Ringo's playing the piano? <laughs> It was crazy. It was really cool to watch, you know? So. Yeah. I did see a, um, uh, I don't know if it was a trailer or just a clip, because, you know, there's been a lot of promotion behind this uh, documentary. And yeah. I did see the the actual, it seemed like it was the writing or the uh, arranging of the song Two of Us. Um, oh, there's a lot. You see that a lot. Cause because that's, that's one of my favorite Beatles songs. A, mine, too. And I love, because I, it was when they first wrote it. It was a really fast number. It was like da 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 right. da 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 da. And then 
you know, but as it, you know, as they kept writing it, it kept progressing. It kept slowing down a little bit, got a little bit more bare bones. That's so what I'm interested that in. Evolution. Yeah, that's. Oh what, yeah, you're going to see a lot of that. And I and I, I, I again, once I get a chance to sit down and and watch all 800 hours of it, um, um, that's what <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to is is seeing how a song goes from from one extreme and to the to the to where it ended up to the version that you yeah. know, you know, so that's right. That's as a songwriter, that's, that's exciting to me. So I can't, I can't, yeah, you're going to, you're going to love from a songwriter perspective. You're going to love it, man, yeah. because it's just, you, you're just watching it happen. You're like, Oh, 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 you know, that's awesome. It's really neat, man. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great watch. I'm it's on Disney plus, right? Disney plus. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm sure they'll release it to DVD or yeah. Uh, I don't, the, blu-ray yeah. i don't think anybody does dvd anymore but well <laughs> but yeah it's, it, i'm sure they'll release it to dvd uh, what blu-ray you know, at some point at some so. point yeah 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 um see let's see what else so um yeah again it was uh, 20 years ago that we lost uh he's sir george right george harrison he was a knight as well i assume i assume so i'm 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 thinking that he was Yes. I'm pretty sure he was. Too. I'm sure he was too. Yes, um, I think the only one that didn't get knighted was John because and, right, he passed away too early. Right. So yeah, exactly. Um, but they're all they all got their MBEs anyway. They're members of the British Empire. Right. They got that a long time ago. So I mean, they're technically they're not knights, but they were members of the British Empire. Whatever that means. Right. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know if well, you can take over a small country or whatever. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, what else is going on? So we had, uh, I did see a uh, an interview with, uh, this is just kind of an aside, um, CBS um, Sunday Morning did an interview with Pat Benatar and Neil oh, Geraldo. Really? Yep. Um, and because they they've got a musical, a Broadway musical coming called, called Invincible, which is basically the story of these two. It's a really cool uh, interview. Uh, that they did, and it's about eight minutes long. You should try and find it on YouTube if you want to. But um, the reporter was unaware that she is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet, um, and was kind of taken back actually. And she had some really cool things to say because you know how we feel about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's kind of a, it's kind of a joke. But she had a really cool, um, yeah, exactly, really cool response when he asked, you know, does it bother her? And she's like, no, it doesn't. It it, it doesn't. Um, she, it doesn't represent or uh, d- diminish uh, the work that they've made, the work that they've done, and, and the music that they've made. Um, it, sure, it would be nice. Winning awards are great. Sure, it would be nice for our kids, and you know, for our grandkids, you know, to, to have that as something to to talk about. But she she doesn't really care. And I guarantee you, she will go in next year. Oh yeah. I just I just want her to get in before she dies. Yeah, well, she wanted it to be in a posthumous thing, right? Uh, and and the the we I, I did the math the other day. She has been eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for about seventeen years, seventeen or eighteen years. And trailblazer that she is, you know, for women in rock and roll, she's oh, yeah. and she's still well, not in. It's a crime. It's yeah. a crime. Is she, Joan Jett in? Uh, I don't know. You're going to look that up now, aren't you? <laughs> I am, man. I almost think she is. Yeah, I, I, I almost think because she she must be in as part of the Runaways. I'm assuming that the Runaways are in. Because they were also trailblazers. Yeah, she went in. Well, she went in as, a, as, jo- as the Blackhearts. Oh, she did. Yeah, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts in the Hall of Fame, 2015. Okay, so not to take anything away from Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, all right? They had they had some uh, some success. One big song, obviously, which was a cover of the Arrows' uh, "I Love Rock and Roll." You know, "Bad right. Reputation," uh, "Do You Want to uh, Touch," um, a couple other big songs for for Joan Jett. But compare that to Pat Benatar. Now. Oh, is 
There's really no comparison. There's no comparison. Pat Benatar yeah. should have been in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 17 years ago, as far as I'm concerned. But Oh, her first year of eligibility, she should have been like, boom. Ab- absolutely. You know, she's like the Tom Brady of freaking rock and roll, man. She should have been, you know, as soon as she was eligible, she should have been in. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And but the the interview on CBS um Sunday morning was really cool because it it it, it uh there was a lot of um they made a lot of the the partnership between her and, and Spider uh, her husband um and because he wrote a lot of the songs. Actually most of the songs he wrote them. And mm. and so um there the whole musical, the Broadway musical that they put together is is about that about them working together they've been married 40 years you know and i know right which that's is crazy, unheard of man. in rock and, and roll and yeah exactly i was just gonna say that man that's like what yeah yeah exactly so you know it was meant to be so i just Absolutely. thought that was i just thought that was kind of cool uh seeing that over the weekend and thought um we could talk about that um so let's um uh, let's do the well i was thinking about the comic crossing song of the day too um do you have any that you? Because uh, I picked out a couple, and I don't know how you feel about them. I, I, I honestly forgot all about it because I was so excited just to do the podcast <laughs> and see you. <laughs> right. So I told him I didn't even think about it. I was like, I get to see B. All right, man, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, and we'll do do it uh, even even better next week, hopefully um, in person. Uh, but I did pick a couple, um, and. Let's see. One of them is technically on one of our demo albums. The other one is a version of a song that is on one of our demo albums. Um, I don't like one of them as much as I like the other. Um, it's well, let's do the one that you do like. Well, oh well, th- that one's just me. See, that's the. Th- I don't care. Well, here's the thing. You're back, baby. Let's. <laughs> This is all about you. <laughs> right. Um, so I had... And I, mean, and I mean that sincerely. This is, you know... Uh, all right, all right, I wasn't well, being sarcastic about that. So, so, <laughs> so. Then, then what we'll do, if we're going to pick the one that I like the, out of the two, then, then we're going to go with one called uh, When It Comes Down. So, oh yeah, okay. So so it's a piano song. I like that song. Yeah, and I did we I did a version of it on on one of our um demo albums and I want to think yeah. I, I can't think of the demo album that it was. Hold on a second. It was the one that didn't have a lot of like my favorite recordings on it. Uh and that would have been uh that would have been Living in the Dark. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Um but I did a version of it on a a solo demo <laughs> album a uh, solo a, demo a solo demo album but you know um songs from the lost and found which was a bunch of demos that i just put together um that weren't common crossing songs uh they were my songs but um this was one of them and this so this, uh, to to get into this song um this is one of my wife's favorite songs and ironically it's a song about um, if I had ever cheated on my wife. This was, this was like a, um, I can't imagine ever doing that, but I tried to imagine doing that and putting myself in, in that position so that I could write lyrics from that point of view. It's, right. it, it's just like an exercise. And, um, yeah. So it was pretty raw, and to this day, I think it's one of my my wife's favorite songs. So uh, we'll just try and play that. There was a rush I felt as I was standing there with nothing left to say. I confess my sins, got it off my chest, and now it's time to pay. Always look to you to be the sensible one and laugh it off like a big mistake. I guess a bad reaction speaks louder than words. I never thought you'd walk away. Oh, 
When it comes down It comes down like the rain To wash away everything we had And all the plans we made It's gonna break down If not it won't be the same Cause it will always be A part of me It's need to be shame There's nothing that I wouldn't do To try to make the pain just disappear If I could take it back I would sacrifice everything to hold you near Oh, but baby, I can't apologize For laying it all on the line I just wish my words didn't make you leave And I had you here with me you left me nowhere to go from there I was lost like a little child If I said I made it up Would you come back, baby, just for a little while When it comes down It comes down like the rain To wash away everything we had And all the plans we made it's gonna break down If not it won't be the same Cause it will always be A part of me It's knee deep in shame Shame on the love that I spread so thin Shame on the pain that I held within Shame on the man I turned out to be Everything's been said, I lay alone in bed While your heart's out on the run I could promise you now, make a solemn vow But I already did that once When it comes down It comes down like the rain To wash away everything we had and all the plans we made It's gonna break down If not, it won't be the same Cause it will always be A part of me It's knee-deep in shame be a part of me it's knee deep in shame yeah kind of sums up the whole song right there not what i thought you were gonna say <laughs> what did you what did you think i was gonna say knee deep and beep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right um so that's uh that's a song called when it comes down and um uh, not an autobiographical story but meant to meant to be um meant to be that way uh or at least perceived that way so um oh a little aside here i was watching a i don't know it was a it was a thing on the basilica axe murderers okay in, uh, back in the and do you remember our song josiah's tale yes there's a guy named josiah involved in that whole thing and I, <laughs> as soon as they said his name i went oh. <laughs> I mean, he, did, he didn't do the murders or anything, but right. just as soon as they said, Josiah, I went, it's the song. 
for those of you that have I, don't know what we're talking about, we have a murder ballad that we wrote a long time ago called Josiah's right. Tale. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought it was a funny, just a funny coincidence. So. Right. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, there's the Common Crossing song of the week when it comes down. And uh, we're going to take a break and we'll come back and climb the wall of tunes. Does that work? I'm wall of tunes. Yes. The O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you by Mosier Multimedia, a freelance digital design agency specializing in all forms of graphic design for business cards, logo design, brochures, annual reports, backdrops, and everything in between. They also offer audio production, including voiceovers for commercials or narrated corporate videos and even custom background music. They also offer custom t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and more, including the latest merchandise for Paul Sear Photography. Visit the online store. It's all about getting it done right the first time. MosierMultimedia.com. KMH Music, Main Street in Prescott, Maine, specializing in new and used musical equipment and repair. Guitars, basses, keyboards, violins, mandolins, flutes, saxophones, trombones, you name it, they've got it or can get it. They service and sell all school band instruments and also offer guitar lessons, piano lessons, and more. KMH Music is now the place for your favorite used vinyl records. Add to your collection today. Visit them on Main Street in Prescott, Maine or on Facebook.com slash King Morton's Hall. KMH Music. The O'Brien and Doug podcast is also brought to you by The Ridge Runner. Visit Reflections from The Ridge Runner on Facebook. And my cousin Larry. <laughs> and we're back. It's time to climb the wall of tunes. Uh, this feels like forever. It feels like forever since we've done this. I don't even remember what the last one was. I, I don't either, to be honest with you. And I, yeah. Which is fine. Because um, it has been, what, two weeks, three weeks? Two weeks, two, two weeks, yeah. Uh, all right, so just uh, I'm going to get up because we're in two different places. I'm going to go get a, a CD off the wall of tunes, and we'll go from there. So hang okay. on. All right. You talk amongst yourselves. This Rhode Island is neither a road or an island. Discuss. And he's back. I couldn't hear anything you were saying. Was it all nice? I all I said was, "Rhode Island is neither a road or an island." Discuss. <laughs> all right. I don't know if we have done this act before or not. So um, go ahead and 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 begin the questioning. Already, is it a solo or a band? It's a band. A what? A band. You, you keep breaking up as soon as you... Band. It's a band. Okay. So it's a band. Uh, what genre? Uh, pop. It's a pop band? Yep. Okay. Uh, height of popularity? 80s. What? 80s. The 80s? Yes. Okay. It's the 80s. All right. Uh, pop band. Oh, is it Duran Duran? No. No? No. Okay. Uh, that'd be cool if it was Duran Duran. Three members. Three members? It's Rush. Nope. Actually, actually, can you, wait, can you hear me? Right now I can, yeah. Okay, so it's it's more than three members, but there were three main members. Oh, it's Genesis. You're very close. Very close to Genesis. Yes, one of the one of the off breeds. Oh. Is it Mike and the Mechanics? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sweet. Mike and the Mechanics hits, uh, which ah, is cool. which is like a greatest hits. Uh, let me see if I can bring something up from uh, from these guys, and because they've got a lot of. Uh, I think I think people would be surprised about how much how many how many Mike and the Mechanics songs they actually know without realizing it's Mike and the Mechanics. No question. And a, a lot of it is because of and we've talked about this um the lead singer or one of the lead singers I should say is uh Paul Carrick and and Bouncing Bob actually one of our um fans um sent an email talking about because we apparently had had recently talked about paul carrick 
And uh, so he, oh, yeah, yeah. he sent his favorite Paul Carrick songs. But Paul Carrick was one of the voices of uh, Mike and the Mechanics. Um, yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you'll be able to hear this or not, uh, Doug, but... You hear that? This is uh, the Living Years. Oh, Living Years. Yeah. Are you playing it right now? Yeah. Such a, you know. You're, you're still breaking up. I can't. I'm sorry. I just think it's one of those most underrated uh, songs and, and bands. But let me just play. Can you hear me, Doug? I can hear you right now, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to play a little bit of the chorus of this song right here, and then I'm going to play a couple okay. pieces of a, a couple different songs. And then, okay. So here's the chorus. And that's a song about Mike Rutherford's dad. Uh, and then you've got this one, Silent Running, which was, yeah. And then this one, which a lot of people don't know is Mike and the Mechanics. You probably can't hear this, Doug, but it's uh, taken in. Not sure I know that one. Taken in, taken in again. Great stuff. That's not a What's it called? Taken in. Uh, it, it it's actually features um, Paul Young, uh, on which is a different Paul Young than the one that had a couple of big hits in the 80s. Um, yeah. It featured him on lead vocals. The same guy that sang All I Need Is a Miracle, which is another big okay. uh, Mike and the Mechanics uh, songs. Um, probably their biggest hit, actually, was All, 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 All I Need Is a Miracle. Either that yeah. one, either that one, or the Living Years, the one we play, were their biggest hits. Oh, Taken In. Okay. Yeah, Taken In, Taken In again. I'm, I'm gonna play. Yeah, go ahead. Real quick here. Go ahead. A lot of people, I bet you, have a lot of people don't know that that is Mike and the Mechanics. That's not it. Hold on. Okay. Is it this one? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love this song, man. It's a great song. That's a great song, yeah. dude. Yeah, and that's and that's one of the reasons I still have this album because the, there's such an underrated um, band from the '80s, and, and I actually um, wasn't too long ago that I was down at KMH Music, and I had their first. I found their first vi vinyl. The first album on vinyl, and I bought it. So oh, really? I, so I've got oh, Mike nice. and the Mechanics. Um, I think it's called Under the Hood or something like that uh, on vinyl as well. Nice. So I'm a big nice. fan. I'm a big fan. I know that Mike Rutherford is back with Genesis uh, uh, on a on a reunion tour, kind of a farewell tour um, right now. Oh yeah, because because uh, um, uh, Phil's son is playing drums now. Right, uh, Nick. Yep. I guess Nick. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so Phil Collins kind of uh, sits at the middle of the stage because uh, he yeah. can't he can't yeah. he's, he can't move around as much as he used to. Um, right. But yeah, so Tony Banks, Mike Rutherford, Phil Collins, and Phil Collins' son Peter Gabriel. Yeah, Peter yeah. Gabriel's not on tour with them right now, though. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. It's yeah. just those three. Um, but it's yeah. probably the last time um, you'll have a chance to see them because I don't think I don't think they're going to be doing yeah. anything else after yeah. that. 
Um, yeah, this is this is pretty much it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading. I was reading uh, Todd Zuckerman, who's uh, f- uh, the the uh, drummer for um, Sticks. Uh, he yeah. actually got invited by Nick Collins. Is it Nick? Yeah, it's Nick Collins. Uh, yeah. To yeah. Uh, to a couple of the shows out in, uh, uh, I think it was Chicago or something like that, and he said it was it was worth every every second uh, of being there. Oh, to, I'm sure it to was. I'm it. sure it was. I'm sure it was amazing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's your uh, Wall of Tunes album of the week. Uh, Mike and the Mechanics, the hits. Um, the hits. Fantastic collection of tunes. Guess guess what I'm going to be listening to for the next week. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Rush. Another... No. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, now I'm going to have to go listen to Mike and Mechanics because that's, that's exactly what happens in the Wall of Tunes. Yep. I go... Yep. Once we do a wall of tunes, that's what I listen to for the next like three to five days. Yep. Is just and that's and, that, and that's I'm the same way. So uh um, yeah. yeah, that's one of my favorite aspects of the wall of tunes. Uh well there you go. Season five, episode three. We made it through. Um and next week we'll be uh Woo-hoo! even more ourselves, I'm sure. Um so thanks for uh thanks for uh hanging in there with us uh once we got through this whole uh, Rona thing, and um, um, and don't worry, anybody. I'm not joining the Nickelback tribute. Don't worry. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to happen if you, ever. If you wonder what Doug is talking about, there's a couple of videos on our Facebook page, uh, live videos where, uh, where where Doug was updating everyone uh, without updating everyone. Um, so it was, <laughs> he was going to join Nickelback tribute band. So yeah, yeah. Five cents return. <laughs> <laughs> all right which brother I, which i hope somebody i hope somebody uses that and becomes a nickelback tribute band and uses that name <laughs> i give it i give it freely to the universe go for it <laughs> all right brother um that's well, a, it's good to see you man yeah you too it's good, it's good to see you you yeah, too i think this this is one of the longest stretches we've gone without actually like seeing each other so it's I, true you know so it's good. It's good to have you back, bro. And there was a, you know, with the with the backstory and everything, we don't didn't know, you know, what was going on. So it was, uh, I can understand how, um, yeah, it was it was rough all around. But we're we're good. We're, we're through yeah. it almost. And um, hopefully you'll be back in the fun dungeon. Uh, I'll fumigate it and uh, <laughs> and clean What'd it up. You say? I said I'll fumigate it and uh, we'll uh, oh. <laughs> we'll clean it up a little bit. And the fun dungeon will be back in uh, prime. Um, I'll bring some Lysol with me and just spray myself (laughs) in the face with it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Season five, episode three in the books. I'm O'Brien. I'm still Doug. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. The O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you in part by MosierMultimedia.com, KMH Music in Prescott, Maine, The Ridge Runner in Westfield, Maine, and Doug's cousin, Larry. Make sure to follow O'Brien and Doug on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Drop them an email anytime at O'Brien and Doug at gmail.com. How are we going to follow that? <laughs>